Well, here we are then, Living a Kingdom Lifestyle Part 8. And this part is uh, titled up The Government of God, and it will probably be the end of the Sermon on the Mount. So the first one is uh, Flying Upside Down. At the start of a book whose name escapes me for the moment, the author tells the story of a pilot flying at low altitude. The order came to make a steep ascent and the joystick was pulled to facilitate the manoeuvre and the plane hit the earth at accelerated speed. The pilot was flying upside down. And the message that the author is getting across is that many of us are like that. We fly upside down. Even when we're born again, we don't realise even half of what, where we were before we believed, what's happened to us since we did, and God's eternal purpose for us. And when he speaks about coming up higher, we sometimes hit the ground at considerable speed. We just do not understand the fullness of who God is, why he created us, what we're here for, what happened at the cross, and so forth. We are flying upside down. If you've heard all this before, don't get irritated with me. The task of a teacher is repetition until they know the pupils have really, really got it. We're just going to cover some old ground one more time before we launch ourselves at the next stage of our journey. Go and have a coffee or something if you don't want a refresher right now. We need to get our facts right in order to make any mid-course corrections. The foundation of our faith is fact, not feeling. So we will be looking at some facts on which to build our ongoing experience in Christ. We ended our last section talking, taking a peep at the fact that when Christ died, we died in him 2,000 plus years ago. Just as when we were born naturally, we were already dead in Adam, which was seven to 8,000 years ago. Some of you might be struggling with that fact right now that the earth is not billions of years old, but about 8,000 years old. That's science, falsely called knowledge, as the Bible tells us in 1 Timothy 6.20. Man's problem since the fall has been that he thinks he knows and has the answer to life's problems. He ate from the tree of knowledge, remember? In his desire for self-government, which Satan held out to him, he took himself out from under the protection, provision, care and government of his creator and came under self-rule, so he thought. This has left us all with a legacy we would rather not have had. We're under the thumb of Satan and self. Our journey now is one of unlearning what we've been taught by the world, the flesh and the devil. And in place of that so-called knowledge, coming under the benevolent dictatorship and government of God by the power of the Holy Spirit and the wisdom that comes from above. Easier for some of us than others. Those who vaunt their independence and ability to be free thinkers, whatever that may imply, will find submission to the government of God most difficult. But he never gives up on us. He knows what he's getting when he gets us and he is most happy. Hebrews 12.2 Jesus, who for the joy sat, set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Brace yourself now then for another fact. You are God's joy. You are what Jesus saw as he hung on the cross and he was filled with joy. You are worth the price he paid to ransom you when he bought you back from the slave market of sin. You are worth it 
to him. That makes you of inestimable value, beloved. You can't be, have a price put on you. I'll leave you with that thought today and give you the opportunity to believe this fact. You are the beloved of God on whom his favour rests. He is well pleased with you. You might want to come into alignment with that one before we move on and drop your low self-esteem right there. <laughs>